This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we start this new season off, I'm leading the way, Jack. This Petty Hawk and everybody paid to see me. Ball Hawk is my co-host this season. So every episode, I'm opening up the doors, Jack, because I'm the main attraction. Did you see the schedule, Ball Hawk? Did you see the damn schedule we playing Virginia Tech in September? I don't want to eat no turkey in September. Who eats turkey birds in September? We eat deli meat turkey. We eat turkey subs, but I'm talking about the actual bird with butter injected inside of it. How we having Thanksgiving in September, ball huh? What is up with that? Who did this? Who mans is this? Run the show, ball huh? I don't want to talk no more. I'm going to let you have a rest because now we're going to Virginia Tech in September. What in the hell is going on? What up, what up, what up, though? Ball hawk show. Trade my 4x4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you dead, but still tell you to freeze. Love, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They're killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was crushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to leave. He got a license plus. We just some products of our environment, how the f*** they gon' blame us? You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn off the flames, on. Huh? Every color person ain't dumb, and all whites not racist. I be judging by the mind and heart, I ain't really in the face, bigger than black and white. It's a problem with the whole way of life, it can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead, start here. We done had a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to the latest episode of the show. I know it's been a minute, but we're talking UVA sports. It's been a couple, couple, couple months, but we're talking about UVA sports yet again and we talk about uva football so before we get started shout out to my sponsor aber insurance go to aberinsurance.net for all your insurance needs that's home business auto life insurance aberinsurance.net so um oh also man if if you haven't uh been paying attention myself and tony coverton started well not started but join forces and uh we have a podcast on the locker room access platform called the lockdown so make sure you check that out uh we have an episode with matt blunden that just dropped this week we had eli harrell on we had charles snowden on we had david dean on so be on the lookout for that we're gonna try to drop an episode every thursday afternoon or thursday morning if you up at midnight so Yeah, check out the lockdown. Shout out to my folks at Locker Room Access. So, here we go. UVA football released an email 
to the media for immediate release, stating that the Virginia football Cavaliers will have 11 regular season games this year, including six home games. Uh, Starting times and television broadcast information for all contests will be announced at a later date. In 2020, Virginia will host VMI on September 11th, NC State October 10th, North Carolina October 31st, Louisville November 7th, Duke November 14th, and Boston College on December 5th. UVA's season opener against VMI is the Cavaliers' lone non-conference game and their only Friday game in the 2020 schedule, or on the 2020 schedule. So uh, if you haven't been paying attention, UVA's playing all conference games and one non-conference game, and the non-conference game either had to be a home game or in their state, and that goes for every team in the ACC. So uh, UVA will travel for contests at Virginia Tech on September 19th. No, that's not a typo. We're playing Virginia Tech in September. The last time Virginia Tech and Virginia played on that same date, I believe UVA won 14 to 13. I know my third year here, 1999, we played Virginia Tech, and I think that took place in October. I want to say early October, or maybe at the end of September, but it was an early game. They were, um, we both were rated in the top 20. That's when Michael Vick uh, just became the starter, his red shirt freshman year, and they, you know, they beat us pretty handily. But so it was an early Virginia Virginia Tech contest. Basically, our first away game. So, wow. Um, then we go to Clemson, October 3rd. Wake Forest, October 17th. Miami, October 24th. And Florida State, November 28th. So, those are your road games. Um, with the regular, the, the original schedule, I don't have it in front of me. The, I do remember we was going to play Georgia. Um, we had a couple of home games and then was going to go to Clemson and play. But what are you guys' thoughts on the schedule? Do you guys feel like the entire season will be completed? Do you feel like the Virginia Tech game is taking place early because we want to at least see that game and have some bragging rights? Or, not, you know, the both schools is like, yo, make sure you get this game completed if the season is cut short so we can at least keep our Twitter wars going on. And I just want to say one thing. Who needs cable when you got UVA and Virginia Tech Twitter? I mean, every time I log on to Twitter, I just get my popcorn. I just enjoy the back and forth banter because y'all, y'all, hey, man, it's never a dull moment. It's never a dull moment. I appreciate everybody that uh, partakes in that war because it's entertaining um, you have some guys that are actually cool on both sides that don't take it too far. Then you have those trolls who go too far. And um, I succumbed to the trolls before years ago, and now that's why I usually just sit back, relax, and chill and um, let y'all fight the good fight. But just looking at the schedule, how many games do you think we're going to win? Uh, I mean, North Carolina, their offense with Sam Howell, that, that kid's phenomenal, the receivers – with Dez, Newsom, and um, they have a nice receiving core, period. Uh, they got one of the top linebackers in Chaz. Secondary is good, so North Carolina is definitely going to be a tough game here at home. Louisville is going to be a tough game here at home. Don't know what Duke really has. 
has, haven't really paid attention to Boston College because I, we didn't have to scout them because we didn't have to play them. Uh, but on the road, amen, like all these places that we're going to on the road, we haven't won in a minute. We know when the last time we won at Virginia Tech. Don't even have to repeat that date. Clemson, I think that's what, 2000 and is that three or four? Wake Forest has been the minute because we haven't been there in a minute. Miami, that's been, we haven't won at the new stadium since we helped them blow up the old stadium. And then Florida State, we haven't won there. So, you know, the games on the road is a drought. We're going to call that the drought, the, the drought. You know, that's the drought tour. We got to end the drought. Nobody expects us to win that Clemson. Virginia Tech fans expect to get the cut back because we haven't won in Virginia Tech since that date, and everybody knows that date. Because I'm talking, you know what that date is. I mean, it's, you know, it's hand in hand. And Wake Forest, they got, one, they got the best receiver in the conference. That dude's a killer. Miami, we're going to Miami. But we can't act like we haven't won my at Miami and at Florida State in the same year, the same year we blew up the stadium, you know. So, just wanted to give you guys a podcast, just just looking at the schedule. Um, of course, my thoughts is nine games. That's just where I'm going with it. We got to we got to build build every year. I mean, ten games. Got matter of fact, let's jump out the window. Go ten. Now, nah, but you know, I think we're gonna be. We have a very good team. If you if you've been paying attention to Twitter and the recruiting, we've been getting a lot of guys transferring that are available to play right away. A lot of size at tight end. Got a dynamic running back from Townsend that that will get you excited. Um, I don't know if our other running back from Indiana would be eligible or not. Transfer quarterback will push Brendan Armstrong, but I still think Brendan would be the starter. But even if Brendan Brendan isn't the starter. You know if he beats Brennan out, he's legit, and we know we still have Brennan available. And then if Brennan is a starter, as I pre- predict that he will be, then this young man can do things similar to what Bryce did because looking at him on film, he has a, 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 a lot of ability. The only knock is how efficient can he throw the football, but that was the same knock on Bryce when he transferred here from the junior college. So I'm confident in the weapons that we have on offense. This is not being the homer. This is being the analyst. Somebody who has the opportunity to look at practice film since they've been back. You know, I'm not going to tell you any secrets or anything, but I'm confident in what I've been seeing. I'm confident in the weapons we have on the outside. Confident in the guys we got in the slot. Confidence, confident in the guys we have carrying the football. Confident in the guys that's protecting the quarterback. This is the first time since Broncos been here that we haven't had turnover as far as starters we have those guys returning defense pick your poison that's all i'm gonna say pick your poison we stacked we stacked jack and i know you know what's funny is usually the uh the least concern is always the secondary but that's going to probably be everybody's concern and that's more of the corners and not the safeties like everybody's concern is going to be who's going to start at corner because we, we had a lot of guys thrown into the fire last year, but, you know, Nick Grant is back. I think – I feel like Nick's going to hold down that spot. But, you know, is Bratton going to be the other corner? 
Is Heskin going to be the other corner? You know, where's Devontae Cross going to play? Is he going to play safety? Is he going to play corner? Two waiters back. He's healthy. He's going to be locking down that nickel position. My man, Mr. Nelson. We all know Joey Blunt is a problem. I mean, you know, you, you, you know Joey, he's back there. But then our linebackers, hey, look, I see, I see all these ACC's top five and units and stuff like that. And I'm saying to myself, yo, how come we not the top unit? I'm sorry. I just don't understand. Because when you look at it, like the top five linebackers that they got returning, didn't they have Zane and Snowden, like four and five? But, hey, man, let me, I digress. I digress. Defensive line, look, listen to me. Let my boy Piper, Piper Boy Williams say on YouTube, listen to me. I'm excited about our defense, and I'm excited about how our offense going to be serving folks shut the hell up juice. Preferably Brennan. I know, I know. I remember when Phillip Sims came from Alabama and everybody was excited, and I, it's, not, it's no knock on, on a young man that's transferring in, but it's like, yo, respect Brennan's gangster. I know everything's earned, not given, but respect Brendan's gangster. I know everything that's earned, not given, but respect the Samoan Slashes gangster. I know we're getting these new toys, and we're looking at highlights, and they do excite you, but respect their gangster. That's all I'm saying. I'm just not just going to elevate somebody new over somebody that's been here. That's just, that's just not me. That's just not me, especially when Brendan has never let us down when he had to come in and produce. Like, that's that's the one thing about it. Every time he's been thrust into the spotlight to get her done, Louisville, hey, pinky hurt, get in there, Brendan, with your number, what do he have then, 87? What was his jersey number then, 90-something? Get in there versus Louisville. What you going to do? Oh, I'm just going, you know, inside zone, keeper, big game. Oh, Bryce hurt his knee versus Georgia Tech. Get in there, Brendan. We backed up. Oh, that's all right. I'm going to just get us what we got to do. Here you go, Joe. Take this quick pass because I'm efficient and I read the coverage and you do the rest. Oh, I'm just going to come in here for a fake field goal versus UNC on the road. Oh, I'm just coming for another fake field goal and throw a pass to Charles Snowden. This is what he does. But again, I'm not no knock on Keenan, man. Salute to him. I'm glad he's here. I'm definitely glad he's here. Like I said, and if he becomes a star, that means he's legit. Because Brendan is legit. I've been watching him since he's been here. The deep ball he throw, yeah, let me get that. Let me get a couple of those. Janks. On the outside, I like the receivers that we have. I, I like, I know everybody's excited about a receiver that's six foot seven. I know everybody's excited about the tight ends. Hey, hey, Coach B. Hey, dog. I know you the tight end coach now, but you out here drafting basketball players, man. They might try to they might try to clip you. Every tight end you get now, six, 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 seven. Good Lord. And that's what you need. If you have a young quarterback, you get receivers with a huge catch radius. So they won't have to be as accurate. If that is a deficiency, not saying that that's a deficiency. For Brendan, but I'm just saying, when you get these big body Benzes out there, let's go. I ain't on getting those wars on, on Twitter about tight end you, DBU, all that. 
I, I, I let those dudes have that. But I'm just saying, all we asking for is a little bit of production. Just some little bit of production. That's it. Guys, transfer in. Let's get this money. Let's get this work. That's what they're here for. Generate some excitement. You get the, you know, you get the back signal on Twitter. That means somebody transferred in. That's where we at. But yeah, the schedule's been released. Not gonna talk y'all head off. I know everybody's excited about that. I know everybody's still worried about COVID, which is cool. Um, since the guys have returned and they had those three negative, I mean those three positive tests since that day, nobody else has tested for COVID. So we're doing a great job of putting our guys in their bubble so they can remain safe. And hopefully other schools are doing the same thing, taking the appropriate measures to make sure every student athlete is safe and getting the necessary medical attention to fight COVID. Uh, do I feel like the season will go down? Yes. I feel like the season will go down. Uh, and, and, and that'll be more discussed in a later podcast. But I wanted to, you know, really just drop a podcast to start the new season off since the schedule came out. Because I've been kind of just, I've been wanting to do a podcast on every little thing I've been seeing from the program. But I, I, I like to really, like, kind of sit back and really observe and, and just be a fan and just be a student and a sponge and soak in everything. And I see what's going on with the with the coalitions and the groups about protecting the student athletes when it comes to the NCAA and standing up for the uh, safety. And I see NFL players speaking up about the safety and how owners don't care about the players. Look, it's a business, and and you're the talent. And I understand both stances. Trust me, I do. Trust me, I do. But we know it's a lot of money attached to college sports preferably college football. And we know the NCAA and every institution is going to do everything in their power to make sure a product is put on the respective fields to help generate that revenue because money, a lot of money is being lost. Coaches taking pay cuts. What, what happens if we don't have a season? Do, do players lose that year of eligibility? Do they, like, what What happens? Do you have to sign a waiver to play? If you if you do come down with COVID and you miss extended games, do you get a medical red shirt? It's so many things that have to be addressed because it's not only a business for the NCAA, it's not only a business for the universities, but it's also a business for the student athletes because, hey, nobody wants to get a year stripped away from them. Yes, you're gaining in education every year you're on campus. But we can't just gloss over the fact that they're not part they're part student, part business, man and woman. It's just what it is. And a lot of folks don't like to talk about that, but I'm gonna talk about it. Once you sign that NLI, you are a part of a business and you become part business. That's why I call it student business owner. I'm not calling a student athlete no more. You're a student business owner because you are a walking business. You are. Believe it or not, you are. Everybody's not going to make it to the ultimate prize, which is called the show, which you are definitely 
full-time business owner. But if that's your dream, you got to learn how to maneuver in these streets. But the Wahoos now have their schedule. Oh, as far as Notre Dame joining the ACC, me personally, I don't care. I saw UConn cancel the season. They independent. No, you know, they. I'm happy that we opened the doors for Notre Dame and their players to have the opportunity to compete. I don't want to see anybody just have the doors closed on them and and just get bullied into having to do something they don't want to do just so their student-athletes can't compete if they really want to compete. Now, maybe UConn and the student-athletes made a decision like, yo, it's not worth it. I don't want to compete, and I'm all for that as well. But if Notre Dame, their staff, and their players like, yo, we want to compete, hey, ACC, take some of this NBC money. We'll pay you a fee to join you for this year, whether whether they end up generating more revenue on the back end by joining just for this one year versus being independent. We all know they was going to lose out on the season if the ACC didn't allow them to join. We don't know if another conference would allow them to join. Either way, we're going to use that money and that added exposure because that's still Notre Dame to benefit the ACC and football because we know they're part of us in basketball. And I, and I get it, fans. You want them to commit because you don't want to make it seem like it's a one-night stand, you know, Commit or leave, and that's fine. But um, I just like seeing football, and it'll be no better feeling than Notre Dame join and get taxed, showing them, hey, this is what it what it feels like to play within a conference where folks really gear up to destroy you because we know you now, and it's gonna still feel like they're independent in a sense because it's only one year and it's no different than the schedule that they had of scheduling ACC foes to play. So I just wanted to get my two cents on Notre Dame. I understood why the ACC opened their doors because Notre Dame opened up their pocketbooks or they or their wallets or their checkbooks, whatever you want to call it, the debit cards, the Visa MasterCard. That they ain't even a card. It's a Visa MasterCard. You know. I'm tripping right now, yes, Ramla. I said Visa Mastercard, like that's a real card. Visa or Mastercard? What is oh, wrong with you, Goha? Petty Hope about to let me have it. Yes, I am. But uh, that's all I got, me. man. You know the motto: Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. And if you're in the Charlottesville area, man, come out to the Jefferson School Monday, Wednesday, Friday, man. Get your miles in. Let's run. Let's work. It's just four miles. Four miles in. Four miles of greatness. That's what I call it, man. So salute to everybody that's been following the movement, man. It's all about unity unifying each other through fitness and well-being. Go to sthujuice.com for your shut-the-hell-up juice apparel. And um, that's what it is, man. Ballhawk, we out here. Ah! Subscribe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.